Connor. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. And good morning to all you lovely, lovely listeners at home. And welcome back to yet another episode of the abbreviated podcast that we entitle, David. Thanks, That's right. It really do be Think Stink Hour. It's very exciting. David, how's it going? It's going pretty well, Connor. It's going pretty well. Um, I checked I checked the weather app today, and apparently, like the the AQI that you see on like the weather app is like one fifty, which is like the highest I've ever seen it. It's a bit concerning. That's um, pretty cool. It just means you shouldn't go outside and breathe any air for a while. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Pretty, breathing, pretty standard. Breathing's stuff. overrated anyway. Yeah. It's funny because like um, how, it's funny because I don't know yeah. what to do about that. Like, if you were like a casual person, you go and see their qualities, booty. You're like, what do you do? Like, do you just wear a mask? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to approach that situation. Yeah. Just the end times, I guess. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> how, how's the weather? It's fine. It's, it's kind of cool and rainy. Nothing too crazy. Um, the good news is, is we're now getting to that point in the summer or spring, I guess. Where, like, it's getting consistent. Like, the weather's more or less consistent. Which mm-hmm. probably means it's going to snow soon or something. But, like, at the very least, <laughs> you know, there's an illusion of, of normalcy. Which is exciting. Right. Speaking, hopefully we can keep it up. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. Speaking of illusions of normalcy, we found a movie recently that I would say is trying to be pretend, to pretend to be a normal movie. But, oh, is it failing so badly. So, I feel as though... That's a natural segue. Let's move on and talk about the movie today. <laughs> so, uh, I want to preface that I uh, I told this to David when we were when we uh, when we actually watched the movie. But I feel like this movie was kind of like I always assumed this was going to be an inevitable movie we did on the podcast for some reason. I just kind of felt it, and I didn't want to <laughs> do it. Like I never wanted to watch this movie, but I also felt like with the topics that we tend to choose i'm like dude we're gonna end up watching this movie at some point and it was just a matter of time (laughs) so i suppose that day has finally come uh and so we are we are discussing rock dog (laughs) the 20 i think it's 2017 2018 uh animated masterpiece that came it did its thing and it left and we're resurrecting it because that's what we do. 2016, yeah. actually. It wasn't 2017, 2018. It was 2016. So, uh... Even better. David, why did you pick this movie? Why? Um... I... Oh. So... I, I told you I told you this story, Connor. Um... I was originally... It was, it was one day... Uh, it was a sunny day in May, early May, and uh, I was like, I want to watch a movie today. So I look to see what movie I want to watch. I come across La La Land, and I'm like, no, I don't want to watch La La Land. I want to watch the B movie. So I turn off La La Land and put on the B movie. And I watch the B movie. And once I finish the B movie, I look at some of the movie suggestions. And one of them is Rock Dog. And I'm like, dang, 
this 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 has to be a movie we cover. This has to be a podcast movie, and and that's kind of that's kind of the story. And the saddest part was he's he's kind of correct. Sad. <laughs> so yeah, so, <laughs> that's kind of the same boat I was in. Just like we got to talk about this. Like it's just what we have to do. Do I particularly want to? Not really, but we're gonna do it because that's what we do. Yeah. But we're gonna do it anyways. Right. So uh, now we've we watched the movie together. We experienced it. We laughed. We cried. We we got emotionally attached to the film together. So David, what did you think after having a couple of days to ruminate? So I'm gonna be honest with you, Connor. After I watched this movie, I kind of tried to forget it. Valid. Um, and it's like, already, you know, you haven't recorded the podcast. Yep, yep. Um, this movie was kind of that forgettable that I kind of just instantly forgot it after I after I watched it. Um, there, there's very little memorable about this movie. Um, I, I think J.K. Simmons is in it. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, the, he's the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like a... I guess like a say a short synopsis of the film if, if you guys haven't seen it for some reason but um it, it, it's it's about this like village in in the mountains of sheep and then there are these guard dogs and um the the lead guard dog uh the main character's dad he's scared that there's gonna be a wolf attack so he rids the village of music for some reason and um, decides to like train sheep in the case of a wolf attack. And he wants to train his son uh, to take over his position once he passes away. And um, the son doesn't want to do that. He wants to pursue music. His dad is like, fine, go into the city and make music. And he does that. Shenanigans ensue, blah, blah, blah. Um, he gets to pursue his dream. I, I don't think you guys really care about spoilers. It's, it's Rock Dog. If you haven't seen it already, I doubt you'll see it. Um, but yeah. That's, that's that's kind of a kind of a quick little synopsis of what of what happens in the in the, in the movie. Um, I don't know. It, it's I, I think it's a I don't know. It's it's kind of just devoid of life. <laughs> it's such a it's such a soulless film, and both Connie and I agreed on on that. It's like from the opening scene, like the background, the colors, they just seem so dull and boring and made by like a computer or something it, it was just it was so 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 soulless it, it, it was kind of concerning um i i i kind of got used to it after a while to the point that it didn't really bother me kind of got desensitized to it but it it's definitely there throughout the entire movie um i don't know i i didn't love it I didn't hate it either. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's like one of the worst movies you've seen, but just like, I don't know. It was, it was so mid. 
I don't know, kind of what you think. <laughs> That's pretty valid. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. So, like, I've seen, I feel the need to preface that me and David have seen quite a few bad animated movies in our day. I would I would consider us aficionados in crappy animation. Yeah, at this point. So, like, I, I kind of knew what to expect. Like, we, I don't think either of us went into this expecting it to be, like, the worst animated film. But we also kind of knew it was going to be bad. And it, 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 it whelmed me. Like, I'm whelmed. Like, it's it's about exactly what I expected it to be. It is You're kind of, whelmed? Right. Like, it is just kind of completely unalive. It's very, it's very soulless. And there's quite a lot in this movie that I feel like... I, I understand what it was doing in bare bones concept. And then when they made it into a movie, it just feels like a very soulless amalgamation of other movie ideas. Like, you've got, like, you know, the the hopeless dreamer, you have the unaccepting dad, you have the deadbeat musician, you've got the the female huh. love interest, which isn't actually a love interest, but she, she basically is. Like, her character is love interest. I mean, not really. She's, like, a, I'm saying like a in good like, friend. No, I know. I mean, like, not in, like, the context of the story, but, like, that's what her role would have been. Like, she's there. She would have been a love interest if this movie were, you know, a movie. But it's not. Um, <laughs> you've got the mean wolf bad guys. You've got the, the two wolf bad guy goons. One of them is the more serious <laughs> one, and the other one's the dimwit. They even have, like, the short, tall guy combo. That's how generic yeah. it is. Uh, everything <laughs> in this movie is extremely generic. And, like, uh, I feel like, I feel like, not that, I, I knew that was going to be the case, but this one especially hit me as just being very, very soulless. Even, like, the character designs are really, really boring. Like, everything in this movie is extremely generic. Um, and the only thing that I feel like makes this movie stand out is the fact that it's technically based on the... There's, like, this Himalayan rock... Or Tibetan rock dog is what it's based on. So, like, the village is, like, in the mountains, and it's, like, a little Tibetan village. And saying that's actually interesting, like saying that that's a, some, a point of note is almost kind of misleading because it's so irrelevant and like completely not a point that it almost feels like a joke to bring it up. But it is technically based on that. So the, the, the Tibetan village is a thing. But I don't know, man. It, it feels weird trying to give this movie any credit because you know it didn't want credit. It's just like it, it wanted to be a movie, make like two hundred thousand dollars and then leave like <laughs> kind of reminds me actually very much reminds me of norm of the north where like the first, really yeah like the first norm of the north had like a bunch of celebrities and then they had like 20 bajillion sequels with none of those celebrities that's exactly what rock dog became like a little who's, bit a little bit more delayed who's in, who was in norm of the north that's it had uh ken jong it had uh Rob Schneider, it had a couple of smaller... Like, they're not really huge celebrities. Not like this. But, like, it did have more of a celebrity cast than, like... Than uh, the typical, like, bad animated movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's also somebody else I'm forgetting. Who else is in Norman of the North? Uh, Rob Schneider, Heather Graham, Bill Nye, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. There's a couple. It's, they're not like yeah. they're not like big celebrities, nowhere close. But they're they're, no. they're not small. 
Um, anyways. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like this was kind of a delayed Norm of the North, though, because, like, the second and third one came out quite a lot after the first one versus the Norm of the North sequels, where they started pumping them out the instant the first one came out. <laughs> like, uh, Rock Dog 2, I think, came out in, like, 20... I think it was 2020-ish range. Hang on, let me check. Rock Dog 2 was... Uh, 2021 and then rock dog 3 was 2022 so like it took them five years to pop out the next one uh versus the other versus norm of the north but i digress <laughs> let's talk about rock dog instead of norm of the north <laughs> yeah Connor, what do you think about the characters uh there weren't like... any <laughs> i mean they were there <laughs> they were characters i guess but like come on <laughs> they the, were the very... attempts of characters right they were standard you got the generic rock dog main character He's Swede, and he's a dreamer, and he's persistent. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I I, guess I give the movie props for making him, like, not, like, the most generic thing ever, but he's in, like, the top three, you know? Um, top three? Yeah, the most generic things ever. Um, but he's not bad, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't blame... I feel like, I feel like I could see a good movie with a character similar to this. So I guess that's a point, I suppose. Um, I. What yeah. do you want his arc? His character arc. It's the most generic thing ever. <laughs> he goes. He pursues his dream. He succeeds. Good for him. I feel like another thing too is like I don't feel like you ever feel the weight of his mission because I feel like he's so he's so like mindlessly positive all the time that like I don't really feel the weight of anything with him. Like I don't ever feel like this is like a dire situation where like if he goes back he has to swear off music forever like i never really felt that he's just very happy all the time also i feel like i feel like another thing too like he his dad tells him to go leave to pursue music and like never return or if he returns he has to swear off music forever so it's almost giving him like no incentive to come back like even if he fails like if he fails he just can stay in the city and do something else and doesn't have to worry about swearing off music I don't know, like, what else would he do? Like, he only knows life in the... Well, sure, but, like, do something, you know? Like, go get, like, a... Go get, like, a 9 to 5 at, like, a, you know... <laughs> like, a generic thing. Yes, tell, tell the dog to get a 9 to 5. Yeah, I mean, like, these animals need fast food, right? He could get, like, a fast food job, you know? Get himself get himself going. Start from the ground up. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not giving life advice to, to Rock Dog. But... Um, yeah, he's there. What did you think of him? I heard you, you told me when we were watching that he kind of grew on you. Yeah, he kind of grew on me a little bit. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess, like, he was kind of his innocence towards the world. Like, he just kind of saw the best in people, mm-hmm. like, the entire time. Kind of reminded me of, um, the, the girl from Luck. Yeah. Um, like, she always saw the best in people and, like, didn't let her misfortune get the best of her um i think that was kind of like the same thing with with whatever this dude is i don't i don't even remember his name booty oh yeah booty booty which is just too perfect like come on his name is booty that's funny well technically it's Bodie, but come on (laughs) like if you're a bad movie and your character's name is Bodie, you instantly lose Bodie privileges it's just booty now um yeah. So yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I didn't. I don't really have any too like nuanced thoughts on him. But like, yeah. I, th- I thought. I thought. I thought he was kind of cool. Uh, I want to talk about discount Ricky Gervais. 
Um, so Eddie Izzard <laughs> okay. plays the musician's rock star guy. And it's funny because, like, look, I get it. Cynical British people isn't, like, a, it isn't, like, a exclusive stereotype. But, like, wow, Eddie Izzard is trying to play this character like Ricky Gervais so badly. It's really funny. Because even as a kid, like, I hadn't seen the movie. I saw the trailer and thought it was Ricky Gervais as a kid. <laughs> and, like, I only watching now do I realize that it's not Ricky Gervais. But they're trying so hard to be Ricky Gervais, which is sort of funny. Um, like I have nothing against Eddie Izzard. Uh, in fact, I actually thought their performance in this was actually not bad. Like, I didn't hate it, I guess. But, like, the only reason I didn't hate it is because it reminded me of Ricky Gervais, and I tend to <laughs> like his performances. So, like, it was very, like, associative. Um, right. But I, I didn't like his character very much. You know, shocker, right? <laughs> like, his, his role in the movie was to be a deadbeat, and, like, he doesn't really learn anything. It's weird because the way they phrase his arc in this, it almost seems like he learns because he's expected to learn it. Like, think think about what happens, right? So, like, he takes... Like, spoilers. He takes credit for the song that he writes with, with Booty. And then when, when Booty's sulking about it, he kind of gets... Uh, Eddie Izzard's character kind of feels like a little bit of guilt, and he's like, okay, I'll go bring him, a, I'll go bring him the guitar as a gift. Granted, I'm still not giving him credit for the song he wrote, but at least I'm giving him the guitar. And then he goes, and then I guess him not submitting the song to be released was his recompense, I suppose. Because after that, he's just instantly re redeemed now. Like, they never actually resolve his arc. He kind of just is resolved. Like, he goes from being, from questioning and maybe going to get redeemed to just being redeemed. There's no, like, actual, like, event that he gets redeemed by, you know? It's kind of funny. Right. He just kind of is redeemed now, um, which is it's just very weird. Um, I, I, I don't know what I expected. Like obviously this movie's bad. Like it's not gonna have a very you know interesting way of approaching this conclusion. But like still, <laughs> I expected more for some reason. Uh, what did you think? Took too much of this movie, Connor. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I didn't expect anything. Which it's it's odd that I'm still disappointed <laughs> somehow. <laughs> what did you think of uh, what's this character's name? Hang on. Was it like it was like stank. Uh, it was like stank booty, right? No, scatter good. It was like uh, it's scatter good. Some yep. scatter good. Angus. Um, yeah, Angus scatter good. Um, he was fine. I was pretty neutral. Um, something that I may note about the characters of this film is that I'm pretty neutral <laughs> on most of them. I didn't really <laughs> hate any of them, and I didn't like really like any of them either uh this feels like a limbo movie that we've done like i don't have like any strong opinions on this movie <laughs> at all because it, it did not leave an impact whatsoever like i mentioned once i watched this movie i kind of just forgot about it that was... that's how much of an impact it left on me <laughs> like oh okay um yeah i i'm pretty neutral on him I want to I want to point out something. Wanna... Real quick. So I didn't realize this, but I knew a lot, I know a lot of these characters in this movie, but I don't think I ever thought about their names aside from like Booty and Angus Scattergood, right? I knew those <laughs> names. But here are a couple other names in this movie that I feel like we don't know. So JK Simmons' character, the dad, his name is Campa. Really? Yeah. The villain, the evil wolf voiced by Lewis Black. His name is Linux. 
uh, the the girl character, who is voiced by April from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, her her name is Dharma, and the 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 goat that was with the with with Dharma, his name was Germer. What what are these names? Oh. Like, it's so odd, and it's so odd because you're going through these names, and then there's just Trey, who's the jerk lion character voiced by Matt Dillon. Trey, it's so odd. Like, what is the standard for this? My only thought is that some of these characters were pulled straight from the book, and since the book is called Tibetan Rock Dog, I'm assuming maybe these characters had different roles in the book. But it's so funny because you can obviously tell which characters were not in the book and which ones were. Like Angus Scattergood and Fleetwood Yak, which, by the way, is the only time there's ever a musician, <laughs> musical joke in the movie. Like, and Trey. Fleetwood Yak. <laughs> yes, and Riff. Riff is Keenan Thompson's character. Like, you can obviously tell which characters are not from the book and which ones are because <laughs> of the way that they're named. <laughs> um, right. So I wanted to share that one with you um that was that's kind of stupid that is pretty funny um i want to i want to talk about like the the music real quick <laughs> so going going into this movie i thought that they were going to like um play songs that like we already knew like like already established music but they didn't oh they did a like little. they're they're I mean, a little bit but like they're mostly playing riffs from like they're most like uh, playing riffs that were made for the movie. I think it's kind of cool, but like, I kind of wish they did songs. I don't know. I don't know what I wanted. I don't know what I wanted. Okay, would you would you rather want riffs from songs you already know or original riffs? I mean, I hate jukebox musicals, so I think I prefer what they did in this. Like, I don't want them okay. sitting there singing like Dua Lipa or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get what you mean. It's weird because it, to, to call this movie, to say this movie has original music is a bit of a stretch. I think it has one original song, and it's that song they played at the end. I think the rest of it is just, like, half songs that they uh, that they kind of threw in there. But then every once in a while, like, they played Foo Fighters at one point. So, like, they do throw in some actual music. It's just not, like, covers right. or anything. Like, it's just they play the song straight up. Um which, you know, I don't know. It's weird because I understand that it's hard to make a movie about music without licensing. So you kind of have to ride the line or you have to go and put all your money into getting a Foo Fighters song. Um, uh-huh. So it's not easy. So I don't I don't blame the movie for its choices. And I don't think, unless you're Disney, I don't think you're ever going to do this very well. So I blame the, I less blame the movie and more blame the choice of of concept that they based it on. Like, I don't think I ever... If, if we ever find a movie, David, that's, like, a bad animated movie that is about, like... It's about movies or it's about music, that's already a bad sign because that implies they're either, A, going to make stuff up, or, B, they're going to have to pay for licensing and it's going to go... That's where all the money is going to go. So... Right. I mean, they, they played a couple, like, songs in, right. throughout the movie. They did play a couple, yeah. Like, the characters weren't playing them, but, like, they, they played songs. Right. Um, like on the like when he was on the bus right they played Foo Fighters on the bus. yeah 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 um yeah stuff like that there was another song they played that I don't remember in the beginning um but yeah like that's the curse of a movie being about music is you have to like decide are you gonna make original music that sucks or are you gonna pay for licensing and then waste your budget um 
Okay, I have another random point, another random tangent. Um, I, I thought about this during the movie, and I really wanted to tell you about it, but I, I decided to wait till the episode. What the hell is their society? Like, this village society. They actively profit off of the people who live there. Like, the, the village, like, makes wool stuff. And it's implied that that's, like, their main commodity. But the people who live in the village are the sheep. <laughs> like, they actively exploit the people that live there. And the only people that are there to exploit it are two dogs and a yak. It's so <laughs> odd. Like, what is this town? It is so strange. And, like, what, what, what blows my mind is, like, they had this problem of, like, oh, yeah, the wolves keep attacking us, so we have to pretend that there are more dogs here. Why are, why are there only two dogs here? Like, wh- what is the society? Like, can you not get more people? Like, what happened to the other dogs? Why is there only one yak? Like, what's going on? It's such a strange society. Um, and that's not even that's not even addressing the fact that the sheep are so stupid that they basically like walk into death. So like, how did the society ever get built if it's like a million to one ratio of like dumb sheep to dogs? It's so strange. Yeah. And how did the sheep? Why are the sheep okay with this? Like, why are the sheep okay with them exploiting their wool? And that's all that they're. They didn't really flush is... out their their world. <laughs> And what's with the sheep that's obsessed with showering? <laughs> I had to address that one too because it really weirds me out. It's not even it's it's not just the fact that it's obsessed with showering. It's that like every scene that it's in, it's wearing a towel. <laughs> like like it just got out of the shower in every scene that it's in. It's like that that's the sheep's chosen outfit. Like they like, they like Smurfs, Connor. That that's the shower sheep. The shower. The shower sheep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's like, that just screams no ideas. Like, that just, that's totally like, like they were sitting there trying to figure out something funny for the sheep to do. And it's like, what if we had a sheep obsessed with showers? Like, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I don't know. I, find, I do find it kind of funny, but not in the way that the movie intended. It's so odd. Oh. Yeah, this is a lazy movie. It's and like, you can tell. You can really tell. Oh, man. I mean, also, like, oh, no, go ahead. Oh, was that? No, go ahead. I'll, I'll address my point later. I was going to say, do you think this movie had potential to be good? Like, I think. Not all the, no. I think this movie, if it weren't made by a nobody company, I think it probably could have been fine. Like, if someone were to tell me that DreamWorks was making a movie about a dog who lives in the Tibetan mountains who goes to pursue his dream as a rock star, I'd say that sounds very generic, but I wouldn't be opposed to it you know i'd be like all right let's see what it is you know like i don't think it's not quite bizarre enough for disney because disney usually has like a really weird idea to make their 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 disney movies nowadays but like Mm -hmm. i guess like i if pixar dreamworks were to make this or like illumination or something i i'm not illumination i hate illumination i I think that'd suck but like if it was dreamworks or if it was like blue sky rest in peace maybe you know like i could see it because like it's such a generic idea that like you'd think that it would be because there's some other idea inside it that they really wanted to make. But no, this movie is just very generically what it is, you know? So, like, I don't think this movie is entirely hopeless, but I think it just was not supposed to be made by somebody, by, by a company that is this transparently not knowing what they're doing. Uh, you know? What do you think? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um... 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think this. I think I think it has potential to maybe be a good movie, but like I feel like they'd have to kind of gut it and rework it a lot. But I, I think I think the bare bones of the of the movie, you know, it, it, it's it's got something. Maybe. <laughs> no, I got um, I was alluding to it before, but this movie is based on a book. I've talked about it a couple of times. Um, and it's funny because there's very clearly a, there's very clearly a couple of instances where they took something from the book and then didn't do anything with it in the movie. And the point I want to talk about with it is the dog's Goku powers. So the dog, the dogs have this, like, I forget what they called it, like something paw, but they had some like magical power that they never actually explain what exactly it is, but the dad can just do like, you know, kamehameha blasts and that and then like you know the son's trying to learn it and he can't and what's weird about this this random ass idea is that it does come back like it's not completely irrelevant because at the end of the movie he does use this magical power granted it's not kamehameha's anymore but like they don't explain what it is or why (laughs) like it's just kind of like he has magical powers now um, and what blows my mind about this the most, though, David, is, I don't know if you caught this, or maybe I just missed it in the movie, but there's explicitly a line in the movie when he's using his magical powers at the end, where, where, uh, Luke Wilson, the main, or Booty, he goes, this has only worked once before, or something like that. What is he referring to? Did he actively use his powers in the middle of the movie, or am I nuts? No, no. Exactly. It's weird. Wait, no, 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 wait, 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 no, no, no. Does he, he did. Was, does he win? He did do it. Um, it was when he was with Angus in the studio. When oh, he was like, when he destroyed. Oh like, my God, yeah. Like the blast and like it went through the building or whatever, yeah. Oh yeah, I just blocked that out. <laughs> You're right, I remember <laughs> that. Oh my God. Yeah, he, he did use it before. Okay, well it's still kind of stupid that they didn't explain it. But I guess, I guess they're not nuts. Uh, but yeah, no, that's another example of something that was clearly something from the book that like did not convert to the movie because like it just very clearly and very, ex- very explicitly does not fit. Um, but like, yeah, it's very odd. And I feel like it's a lot of the thing with this movie. Uh, granted, I do give the movie props for the fact that it was based on a book and they did make attempts to adapt the book. It's not just like we needed a, a you know, we needed a baseline to make a movie off of. Like, it's very clearly that they actually wanted to adapt a book. And we're... I've never read this book. I think it's a kid's book. But, like, I, 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 I'm i glad that they made, like, a mild attempt to adapt it, despite it not making any sense. Like, right. they tried. Which is better than, like, you know... Uh, Surf's Up 2. I don't know. Um, Surf's Up 2! Right. Um, I was thinking about that movie the other day. I don't know why. Why? It, it popped into my head. Um, why? Exactly. You ever, you ever okay. wonder what it feel like to lose milk or fish? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That is Vin. a line in the movie. Thanks, Vin. Thank you, Vince McMahon. <laughs> uh, anyways, you wanna wanna talk about some? Uh, wanna, wanna ask some questions about this film? Maybe if we can try and fix the movie. Sure, sure, sure. Um. So say this movie was, I mean, okay, 
If you could recast and redirect this movie, who would you who would you want? Sure. Well, obviously, since the the cat is pretending to be Ricky Gervais, let's just get Ricky Gervais. Like, <laughs> let's just may as well. Um, I think let's replace Luke Luke Wilson with Owen Wilson because Owen Wilson's the better Wilson anyway. So let's throw Owen in there instead of Luke. Um, and then I. I don't really hate the rest of the supporting cast, so I honestly probably keep the same cast uh, for the rest of them. The only caveat would be this time the direction would be actually, you know, competent, hopefully. I don't mean to flex or anything, but hopefully it'll be competent. And as a result, maybe the actors would care more and they'd put more effort into it. Like, I don't hate Louis Black as the, the evil wolf guy. I think he's he's a pretty good villain voice, and Keaton Thompson's fine. I don't hate Keaton Thompson. And J.K. Simmons is great. I love J.K. Simmons. He's boring in this movie, but it's only because the movie's boring. So, like, I think those characters are fine. So as long as we get Owen Wilson instead of Luke Wilson, and then Ricky Gervais instead of Eddie Izzard, I think we've got ourselves the baseline of a decently casted movie, you know? What do you think? Sure, sure. You, so you you're, saying that you're saying that you wouldn't cast The Rock in Kevin Hart? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's very tough. Maybe we, maybe we, we uh, get rid of of Keenan Thompson and whoever voiced that other wolf, and have both of them be The Rock and and Kevin Hart. <laughs> I mean, they already have the short man, tall man dynamic anyway. I so know, like, I just throw them in. I don't care. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just fully imagining like like you know that scene when the ones playing the video game, and the video game <laughs> like that that wolf is voiced by The Rock, and the short one who is voiced by Keenan Thompson is voiced by Kevin Hart. So, like, Kevin Hart getting all pissed off at The Rock playing video games. Yeah. And then, like, The Rock turns his face. He's like, excuse me, I'm playing a video game right now. <laughs> like, and, like, you're doing the smoldering face. Yeah, right? <laughs> just does, this, does, like, the eyebrow raise as uh, Kevin Hart's trying to get him to stop playing the video game. God. Um, <laughs> Too good. Too good. That's, yeah. And I guess you're right. Everything can be improved by throwing The Rock and Kevin Hart in there. <laughs> that's exactly. funny because that's exactly where the entire budget would go like right. no forget licensed music it's just 100 percent into paying kevin uh kevin hart and chris or uh, kevin hart and chris and the rock to come in jesus i know i was trying I to know. say kevin hart okay, and chris so rock <laughs> chris rock no he, he wouldn't fit in this movie no way he's not he's not like he could voice an animated character no he no, could never no, voice no, an animated no. animal like no way <laughs> He never has, and he never will. No, never. It's funny because you watched you watched B movie before this. Chris Rock's in the B movie. He, he voices is. that mosquito. Ah, the B movie. The reason why we're talking about this movie. And right. uh, you know, if I watched La La Land, you know, I, I wouldn't be talking about. <laughs> exactly, we'd be much happier. <laughs> that movie has original music because it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Also, it doesn't. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I might be out of line, but but doesn't doesn't uh, Chris Rock's character in B movie talk about like big butt bugs or something? Like, what does he talk about? Like, talks about like. Um, does he talk about big bu- bugs with big butts or my nuts? I don't. I don't think he does. He talks about how he wants to go to. I forget where he wants to go. Oh, oh no, 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 you're right, you're right. No, I'm, th- <laughs> I'm, for, I'm getting this mixed up with that one, uh, that one, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, it's too early for this, I guess. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting it mixed up with that one Chris Rock stand-up where he talks about big black women, or like the, the least judgmental. 
<laughs> I'm just imagining that stand up being talked about by a mosquito in the B movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, not 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 quite it. All right. Anyways. Um, yeah. Any. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, how, who who would you get? Would you would you have direct this movie? Maybe like Martin Scorsese or. Like... That's true. I mean, Martin Scorsese was in. He was in. Uh, Shark Tale. So clearly he has a taste for good animated films. So yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind Marty taking on uh Rock Dog. Though I feel <laughs> like I feel like since it has Owen Wilson, I'm thinking we get we get Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson, yeah. That's right. what I was and then it could look like those generic TikTok trends where like my life is a Wes Anderson movie, but it could be like Rock Dog as a Wes Anderson movie. And I mean, the Tibetan fits kind of go with it. I could see a Tibetan fits being kind of like a thing that uh, Wes Anderson would pick up. So you know, yeah, I'm thinking Wes Anderson. I'm also oh, thinking. That, I'm also thinking good. this goes this this changes animation style from its current animation style to the one that Wes Anderson does. You know, the stop motion. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm Rock thinking. Rock Dog is a stop motion film. In fact, let's just, cool. let's just make the dog a a, a fox, and instead of it being about <laughs> him becoming a rock star, it's about him being a good father. Dang. And let's cast Mark, uh, George Clooney. And let's name it Fantastic Mr. Oh Fox. <laughs> In case you didn't know where I was going with that. <laughs> but yeah, I get you. Um, do you well, let's discuss one more thing, David. What what should we discuss? Like a question or a, a thing we should discuss before we head out? One last thing. Sure, sure. Um, if you were to rank this in, in, the, in the terms of the other movies we've watched, how, how would you rank it? Like low but not like low low and this is kind of a tough one because like it's very objectively one of the worst movies we've seen i think in terms of like quality it's very very low but mm-hmm. in terms of like me being mad at it i'm not that mad at it like not really i don't hate this movie i i, I really don't have that many strong or strongly negative opinions about it same thing with you like like you do like it's it's a movie i think like if i had to place this Hang on, let me uh, get the list out. If I had to place this on our list, I would say it's probably the best of the one-star movies we've done. What are <laughs> my one-stars? Which we've done quite a few. So it's better than like Divergent and Trainwreck and Tooth Fairy and Surf's Up Two and Power Rangers. Well, Power Rangers, I'd give half a star too. Fuck that movie. But um. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this movie is the closest in quality to the star. Like the star? Like I feel like the star and this movie kind of have like a rapport. Like on the one hand, the star is very obviously a better made movie technically, and its story is much more like, you know, rational. It doesn't feel generic. It feels more like it's inspired because you know, it's it's telling a bible story instead of a kid's right. story. On the other hand, the star pissed me off a lot more. Like, a lot more in the star was really annoying. Like, the characters were much more annoying, and the writing was much worse. So, it, it's very much like a pick-your-poison kind of thing. If you, like, if you want to see the most generic animated film ever made, the rock, or rock Dog is definitely that over the star. But if you want to see a movie that actively annoys you, then the star is, is, is worse than Rock Dog, you know? So mm-hmm. I think it depends what you're going for. I think I'd put Rock Dog above the star, though, um, because it doesn't annoy me. But you know, it's not it's not better than the star in terms of quality. You know, 
Sure, sure. Well, where would you put it? Um, hmm. I I'd say I'd I'd have, I'd have similar rankings. Um, I'll check the list real fast. Um. Um. I, I think I, I feel like I want to put it around. Hmm, it's worse than Surf's Up. Surf's Up one or Surf's Um. Surf's Up one. Okay. And Surf's Up two. Yeah, Surf Up one's good. Uh. I I feel like I put it around like. Maybe behind Luck. And behind Luck, but in front of. Like, like Chip and Dale or something. That's that's pretty positive, I think. Then. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, it's a, it's a pretty mid movie. Like, it wasn't like the worst movie we've seen by far. Right. But it also wasn't like, I don't know, wasn't good either. <laughs> right. Also, want to preface just how just how unbelievably generic this list of movies is that we've done we've done podcasts and podcasts on. <laughs> like good god well, well, well okay in your opinion what would be like the most mid movie we've seen the most mid yeah uh, and what's like middle of the road movie honestly Dar- darkest minds probably darkest minds you think yeah darkest minds or piranha it's weird because it's tough to say like there are a couple movies that we've done that like are are like really fun bad. Like Stealth and Little Italy are really fun bad. So as a result, I kind of put them on the same level as something like Darkest Minds and Frankenfish. But those ones aren't quite as fun, you know. It's a very mm-hmm. strange. It's a very strange collective that I've got going on, like. I feel like we could divide these movies into like three categories. You've got like the almost competent films with stuff like Maze Runner, Twister, Apollo Ten and a Half, and Chip and Dale. You've got like the hilariously incompetent but actually fun collection of movies, stuff like Repo Man, Little Italy, Stealth, um, you know, Hotel for Dogs. And then you've got like actively incompetent and no fun kind of movies stuff like you know darkest minds train wreck power rangers so like there's definitely a wide variety of types but i feel like they kind of fall into the same handful of categories um so it's mm-hmm. kind of weird it's a weird situation we've got going on where, where, where would you put fatherhood fatherhood uh yeah around the mid it would go it would be one of the most mid ones we've done yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually just kind of when you mentioned that, I was like, I was just realizing that I've been I ignore that one when I look at all the movies. Like I I'm going, like I go through, I'm like cycling through. It's the one I avoid talking about. <laughs> it's weird because it's, I don't dislike Fatherhood. It's fine. It's a movie, but it's just I don't want to talk about it. I guess. Yeah, it was the first movie we talked about. Right, and it's not worth talking about. <laughs> Yeah. I saw the the girl who played the the new girlfriend uh you know from that movie. I saw her in another movie recently. Uh the the Swan, I think her name was. Yeah, it was Jurassic Park Jurassic yeah, World yeah. 3. She was in Jurassic World 3. Really? Yeah. Jurassic <laughs> World Dominion. And not not a good movie, 
but she was in it. No. Yeah. It was, it was actually a minorly major character. Like, she was one of the major characters in it. Interesting. So, yeah, fatherhood didn't do good things for her. <laughs> Apparently not. It's funny, because that would be, like, her follow-up, wouldn't it be? Hang on. Let me check and see what she did in between. So, uh, release order. Hang on. No, no, not quite. She did She did the, the harder they fall in between Jurassic World and Fatherhood. So she did more or less, you know, come up. Because from Harder They Fall, here is really good. But still, like, it's kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. All right. That concludes it. The last thing I want to mention is something I texted David. Unfortunately, our listeners cannot see this. But uh, I want to point out that in the villain in Rock Dog 3 is a sheep with red hair. So that's how that should probably let you know what the uh, the quality of these films gets to. <laughs> so that's about all yeah. I want to tell you. <laughs> oh like, god, ew! I just saw it. Right, red red sheep, red hair sheep. Anyway, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> to, I wanted to finish off on that lovely note. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate you guys checking us out. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple of collab episodes coming soon, and some other fun ideas. So stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Check us out on Instagram with us, Mel underscore you thinking again for any missed episodes. We'll let you know about that. Uh, any last thoughts, David? I do not. Well, I've been Connor. This has been David. And thank you yet again for listening to another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David. What's that about you thinking again? <laughs>